to Mental Health Corner. I'm your host, Gina Miller, resident psychology major. Hello. Today is going to work just a little differently than other episodes, as I'm going to be discussing my own experiences with autism spectrum disorder. It'll be a little less heavy on the facts and more focused on my observations and thoughts. So let's get right into it. Um, My first experience with ASD was actually um, by a friend's cousin when I was a teenager. Um, He used to come over quite a bit to her house and um, I hung out with him several times. I had somewhat heard of autism, but I was a little more familiar with just broad intellectual disabilities, so I wasn't exactly sure that that was what he had. Um, When I look back now, though, I I remember just a sweet boy who wanted to be friends with everyone. He didn't didn't like people laughing around him because he did think that he was being made fun of, Um, and he was a little bit quick to, to irritate. All of the mannerisms, personality traits, repetitive movements, like now they stick out to me though. I'm really happy that I met him because not only was he an amazing person, it introduced me to different kinds of people and unfortunately it also showed me how awful people can be to individuals with disorders and disabilities. And it really showed me how not to be, how not to be that ugly to other people. About a decade after meeting Ricky, my friend's cousin, I was in a music therapy program at a university in Seattle, where I currently live. And I had begun my practicum at a church music therapy group for children with special needs. While doing my practicum there, I was exposed to individuals with ASD, Down syndrome, and ADHD, among several others that weren't necessarily named. Um, I met so many great kids there. I loved them so much. Um, I learned quite a bit about how to engage um, special needs children while also not forcing them to participate in certain activities if they weren't necessarily having a good day. Um, Each child was incredibly different and had their own interests and also their own triggers. Um, Several of our kiddos with ASD were sensitive to auditory stimuli, so we would try to keep interventions quieter or on the quiet side, or at least warn them when things would be a little bit loud. Um, it It was really the best time. One of the most memorable parts of my time there was finally having one of our oldest girls give me a hug. Um, I really just felt like I had finally gained their trust and, um, I will honestly never forget that. It makes me emotional every time I think about it. (laughs) During the time I was working in that group, I found out that my best friend's son, Xander, who I call my nephew, was going to need to start screening for developmental delays, which could eventually lead to an autism diagnosis. I was really scared at first um, because I didn't want him or his parents to go through any hard times. I didn't want his childhood to look any different than any other kids. Um, I mean, he was only about to be two. He was really young. Um, He did have some telling behaviors that we needed to watch out for, though, which is why I understood the screening. He would only walk on his tiptoes. He wasn't really getting anywhere with learning to speak. 
He did flap his arms occasionally, and he wasn't great at eye contact. And he was very repetitive in what he would do. He would only play with one thing for a very, very long time and would have to be told to move on to other things. After a while with that information, though, I kept thinking, there's nothing wrong with ASD. So he'll be different. He'll learn differently. That won't change how awesome he already is. He started classes at a children's clinic with several other kids with mostly um, all ASD diagnoses. And they all worked with speech pathologists and occupational therapists separately. He really, really began to blossom there, I feel. Especially with kids that were very similar to him. He absolutely loved it. Um, I took him to his classes several times and I met the teachers and therapists that he worked with. He loved the socialization he got there and I think that's really what helped him learn to play better and start talking as much as he can now. (laughs) He is now almost four and has developed so much. Um, An ASD diagnosis was ruled out and he no longer sees any therapists of any kind, but I feel that the individualized attention and the early screening that he received really, really turned things around for him. Honestly, I wouldn't have cared in the slightest if he was diagnosed with ASD. Um, He's still and um, always will be my little favorite guy. But it really made me, it made me learn a lot about ASD in general. And really made me see that parent-child dynamic as well as a teacher-child dynamic. It was really interesting to watch. I really wanted to talk about all of the experiences that I've had with children with ASD or potential diagnoses of ASD because they are the reason I want to focus my career on children. Your childhood is such an important part of your development and who you become. I mean, it's everything. These children have taught me that I would absolutely love to be a part of that and watch that development firsthand. It may be really hard work at times, but these kids are so worth it. And we need more people in the world to see how amazing they are and just how much pure light and joy they really bring. It's insane how happy they can really make you. Their smiles just light up a room. This whole entire podcast series has been my own little exploration journey to eventually become a love letter to children with autism spectrum disorder. I really, I really honestly admire them. And I really appreciate you coming along. So thank you. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast. I hope you learned something and have an awesome day. Thank you.